I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Same as with. Okay, ready? Here we go. <clears throat> Buddy. Do you remember when you were 22? Yeah, 22 is my favorite age I've ever been. Well, then you'll have a lot in common with our next guest. Tom Lucy. Yeah, Tom Lucy. He's, yeah, yeah. he's not here right now. Yeah, but we've already recorded it, so we know what happens in it. I, I already know that I, I, I know what he's like. Yeah, but we could have pretended like we didn't. Oh. We were doing like we were pred- <laughs> predicting the future. Oh, shit. Okay, I get it. So our listeners wouldn't actually... Oh, I get what we were doing there. So we were... Oh, I quite like that. Okay, let's pretend we haven't done it yet. But now, you know, anyway, let's just not pretend that now because you've ruined it. But uh, he's the son, best new comedian, 2017, last year. Yeah, he started being a comedian when he was 16 years old. But just because he, it was last year doesn't mean he's last year. He's actually the future. He's only 22. But also, having just done the podcast... Um, you know, the, our podcast is, is very funny. A lot of the time we do walk away from it laughing, right? But this this time, and I kid you not, this is one of the times where I've walked away from it. Well, we haven't walked we're away. Still we're still here. But I, I mean, when he left the room, I was freaking laughing. Do you know what? He also has um, something in common with us. Where's a pinky ring? Uh, well, yeah, that. But another thing. What? He actually sold out his show at the Edinburgh Fringe, Needs to Stop Showing Off in Front of His Friends. That was the name of his show. He sold it out. Like, we sold out our show, which we're now taking on tour, sponsored by the live streaming uh, service Now TV. I like the way you did that. That was kind of going, yeah, it's true, guys. So if you haven't got your tickets to our tour, we're going 22 dates around the country, going all over the place. And as I said, they're selling out fast. It starts at the beginning, end of this month, 28th. And we're not, we're not actually just saying they're selling out fast so that you'll go and buy a ticket. They are actually selling out fast. So if you want to avoid disappointment, do actually go and buy it. And right now, turn the podcast no, don't turn the podcast off because we've still got the rest of the podcast they can multitask right yeah I suppose you can buy it on your but get on your desktop but keep the podcast going in the background and I'll just walk you through it you just go to privatepartspodcast.com wait hold on they haven't done it yet so hold on privatepartspodcast.com okay hold on they, so they've done it they've just pressed enter okay click, you pressed enter yeah they, there's a banner at the top that says buy your tickets now buy, okay. buy your so, ticket wait for, hang on so click on that yeah click on it and uh, yeah, and then it, was, it should take you. There's a little funnel into the uh, purchase of the ticket in your local area. Mm. It, it, it's at all good theatres. 
So go and check it out. 22 dates around the country. Uh, and to all of the people who have bought one already, hey, guys, thank you so much. Can't wait to see you. Can't wait to see you. There's going to be loads of fun things. Um, but for now... But for enough about us. Tom Lucy, his name is... Tom and his <laughs> surname is Lucy. You're about surname to say. is Lucy. You were thinking something funny. Say yeah. So uh, it's episode seventy-seven. Episode seventy-seven today. Sorry, it's also a little bit late. Um, it's because I just got back from Bali. I'm a little bit jet lagged. Francis was always on the ball as always. We had Tom Lucy on. He's a stand-up comedian. He's twenty-two years old and he's a freaking legend. So, ladies and gentlemen, episode seventy-seven of Private Parts. Enjoy. Enjoy. I've just come off a thirteen-hour flight. Yeah, you've been telling everyone about that. No, I haven't been telling everyone about that. Bragging to random people on the street. Why would no I? No one cares. Why would I brag about it? Was, a, it was like the fourth thing you said to me. No, yeah. What, no, yeah, it was no, actually. No, it was not the fourth thing I said to you. Firstly, Just I didn't got say. Off a flight, no, I came up to you and introduced myself, and you introduced yourself, yeah, yeah. which is. I said the fourth thing. Yeah, with that. So let me work it out. So I said that to you first, and then I said, "How's your day?" So yeah. I was really polite. Yeah, you were actually very polite. And then I made. Then I made like. Um, what's it called when you make like? So I made small talk. Small talk. I made pillow talk with you. Pillow <laughs> talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like Zayn Malik. <laughs> yeah. Me and Zayn are very similar. Pillow talk. Me and Zane, we're he's, both... He's probably been to Bali as well, hasn't he? He's been to Bali. Also, he he grew up in Leeds. I went to Leeds University. Um, oh, did yeah. you? Yeah. You God, went to... So you're cut from the same cloth, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, we're cut, cut from the same cloth. How he, often do you see Zayn? Oh, uh, what, Zeno? Um, I see him... He hates that name. Don't call him Zeno. You don't know him. Zaydog. No, not Zane Dog. Z Z Wolf. Z Z Wolf. Yeah, that's what I call him. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate and sort of details of our lives. Tom Lucy is on today. His name has two names in it. That doesn't mean he's strange. What? Mm-hmm. That was that was a great introduction. <laughs> I love that. Have you ever been introed like that before? Uh, no, I can't. I can't. No, I don't think I have. No. What, what was your What was your nicknames, girl? Do you ever have any nicknames or anything like that? Uh, Lucy. Just Lucy. Yeah, mm. that was. A, yeah, but you, that's pretty obvious, right? <laughs> was that good at school? Oi, Lucy! <laughs> like, <laughs> stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Leave me alone! <laughs> Leave me alone! Uh, no, I not really. That wasn't really an issue, to be honest. Lucy's. You get used to it, really. But surely, surely, like when you. If, so, you're, but your your. Dad was in the army, right? So, yeah, you've so, done your research. Well, you know, I, I, I come prepared. <laughs> but, so he would have been, what, what, what was his, what's his rank in the army? Uh, his rank, when he left, he was a major. So Major Lucy. Major Lucy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why are you laughing? I think he probably got what? it worse at the army. That can't be fun, can it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I, it's so funny talking about the he army. He must be pretty tough if his name's Lucy. He's quite hard, yeah. yeah. He'd, well, beat you, he'd beat the shit out of you, Francis. Really? Well, who, who And me. Yeah. And all of us. I yeah. reckon I'd beat him up. Yeah, actually, I don't. You probably could take my dad, actually. Well, why would, why, I highly don't why would I be able to beat him up and Francis couldn't? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what? Because I, we, yeah. we would grapple. Because you would shout at Lucy at him like you just did to me. And he would go, stop it! Stop, stop it! it. <laughs> That's my kryptonite! <laughs> do you know what? I got a really funny story of, of CCF. I think I told you this before. Did, did you ever do CCF? Yeah, I did. Okay, fine. So to all our listeners... You had to do it, didn't you? Well, I think it. I think at certain schools, yeah, you would have to do it, but not a, not a. What, are you, what are you trying to say? No, I'm just saying at certain schools you would do CCF, which I don't know what you ever stand. What did what it stand? Rank, combined cadet combined force. Combined cadet force. 
Oh, look at you guys. <laughs> what rank were you? I was, uh, I was, a, I would have been a private, wouldn't I? I'd private? <laughs> <laughs> you were in the American CCF. <laughs> what? I, I definitely don't know. Had a private. <laughs> what, what, what were you? I don't know. I think I was a, I think private. I was a lieutenant. Private lag. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would have been. <laughs> Reporting for duty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> private lag. <laughs> no, oh, like the name private lag. Yeah, so, so do I. That's why I said it. But it's true. We, had, we used to do CCF. And uh, they were coming. Firstly, I got a very funny story of a friend of mine, a uh, friend of all of us, yours as well, uh, Spencer Matthews. He did uh, CCF, right, at school at Eton College. Yeah. And he was, they're all lining up and it's every single time the, the sergeant major, whoever, and it was always the, it was always the, what they were, there wasn't the sergeant major, it was the... Oh no, I was a uh, Lance Corporal. You just going back to the conversation we had five corporal. minutes ago. Yeah, I think so, yeah. In the CCF? Yeah, I think so. How did you rise that quickly? <laughs> you know... You're I, like a dictator. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck gets to be Lance Corporal at the CCF? <laughs> That's insane. Hey. But we well done. But Thanks. we Thank give you. us the action. <laughs> <laughs> he did a couple of tours. You did a couple of yeah, tours. I did a couple of tours of the Brecon Beacons. <laughs> but wait, firstly, we should probably we should probably Thank you for your service. Yeah, you, yeah, we admire you. <laughs> but we should probably sell it because the CCF was what it was basically army camp at school, wasn't it? Mm. That's what you'd you'd go. So Young all homosexual boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you were at boarding school and you gave great head, you could go into CCF. You'd become Lance Corporal. <laughs> That's how you would give when you're stripes. You yeah, there's only one way to the top. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. down. <laughs> so anyway, I love that. Private <laughs> lag and Lance Corporal Bulls. <laughs> Lance Corporal Bull. Lance <laughs> is like 16 years old. He's Lance Corporal. <laughs> running like a team of like 30 people. <laughs> He's in charge of the squadron. Hey. People look up to you. Natural born leader. Did you get respect from the privates? <laughs> people like people like Private Lang. <laughs> Didn't get off That's easily. Hilarious. <laughs> Lance Corporal. But we had so so anyway, you were called into your duty, whatever it was, and you had to do mm. CCF, which normally for me it was always on a Wednesday. When was it for you? Uh, whenever they whenever whenever it whenever war <laughs> started. <laughs> I was always on. <laughs> I was always on standby yeah, yeah. for my duty. <laughs> where I went, we didn't stop on a Wednesday, Jamie. We twenty four seven. Always, always on. <laughs> Whenever the Lance Corporal wanted us, yeah. we were in the quad, lined up, good, but we trousers had- down. <laughs> Ready to go. We had so we had like the sergeant major. Right? We used to. Like, and he was always this. Normally, I, f- I feel like sergeant majors were always like angry Scottish people. That's mm. what I always sort of remember them as. And yeah. Spencer tells me the story when he was at Eton. He was always being told off. So it was like Matthews, what are you doing? Things like that. And he was always like, Sir, I, I'm fine. And he was like, Okay, getting cross with them. So Spencer Matthews decided one day to uh, black himself out with shoe polish. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> he, 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 he blacked himself. Out, he which, backed up. That's <laughs> yeah, what he did. With, with shoe polish. Yeah. And so he stood in line and the and the sergeant major came and went, Matthews, where are you? And apparently went up and down the line and didn't recognise him for the entire time. Amazing. Until he walked down with, here, sir. <laughs> so what, he just 
Did he not see him or he just thought, oh, that's just a man? With he just thought that face. was a black man. I think that's, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what happened. And then, and then I have a story when we went. We had the, I suppose it was Eton College, wasn't it? It was, yeah, 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 exactly. But then we went to, uh, we had two CCF camps, which we had decided to have one, which was in the Brecon Beacons. Mm. And that was like an Easter camp. Mm. Or oh, we so had, you did a tour of the Beacons. Yeah, I did yeah. a tour of the Beacons. Oh. Am I the only one who didn't do a tour of the Beacons? <laughs> so it seems like it. Don't talk about it as well, because, you know, I get, I got. Does it bring back? Ooh, yeah, brings back memories. And we had one to do. It was s- raining a lot. It was horrible. It was terrible. Mm. And we had to do one. So you chose between doing one in the Brecon Beacons, which was the Easter camp, or in the summer holidays, you could do a two week one, which was proper army. And I thought, why the fuck? Proper, proper, proper army. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was either go to the, the Brecon Beacons. Easter holidays at Brecon Beacons. <laughs> yeah. or, or summer in Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably choose Bracken Beacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see why so, I chose that. So I did as well. <laughs> and uh, it, was, it, it was raining forms. the whole time. It was raining the whole time. And we went canoeing. We went, one day was we had to go canoeing. Mm. And it was so cold, my friend started crying because his hands are so cold. We then, my friend, right, he... Um, <laughs> friend what? <laughs> he, um, he, he, had a, he had a nut allergy. And we were sitting in a in a in our sort of whatever tent together, mm. and we we're talking. He going, God, I was just fucking. I can't do this anymore. God, it's too much of a war. Or, zone. Or horrors of war. <laughs> horrors of war. Is he writing poetry <laughs> yeah, yeah. back to his lover? Yeah, him and Siegfried soon. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, I can't, I can't go out. I was like, get it together, man. I can't go back out. Get it together. My hands are so cold. <laughs> We've got canoeing at six. I've hired the boats. <laughs> Fuck it, yeah. Get it together, car. Get it together. <laughs> <laughs> and he was literally like, I can't, I just can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't do it anymore. And I went, what are you going to do? And he went, oh, I'm going to eat a nut. And he had a nut allergy. He poisoned himself. <laughs> so he ate like cyanide, like, like, dodging, like Hitler. Like dodging the national service. <laughs> yeah. It's like the end of Dodging the draft. Right? Yeah. Hitler, Hitler yeah. took cyanide a cyanide pill. pill. <laughs> Shot his wife and then took a cyanide pill. And the Brecken beacons. <laughs> So he um, He had to take a cyanide pill because he wasn't allergic to peanuts. No, he he was allergic to peanuts. So he he took a he took a peanut, and I remember him sitting there and I was watching him. And suddenly it was like a movie. He suddenly went like his whole face and neck and went blew up. So I had to go, Sergeant. (laughs) We have a medic. Yeah, running out of the stretcher. <laughs> and he had to be helicoptered out of there. What? Yeah, they helicoptered him out. Yeah, because he had to die from a nut allergy. Did you give covering fire to the helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> Choppered him out. Fucking yeah. hell. Hey, we never leave a man behind. We, we always get them out of there. They choppered him out of the beacons. <laughs> Did you oh. have to cancel the kayaking? God, that's like proper war. <laughs> no, it's yeah. like proper it was. War. That, that's what. And then, and then, we then went to. <laughs> we went to. He was at Dublin University. Mm. And this was obviously after we had toured and we had finished our Brecon Beacons. You'd served. And we'd, we served you our time. <laughs> yeah, and, we, and I went to, to Dublin. Uh, Dub- he was at Dublin University and I went into his room and I opened the door and it fucking stacked. It was like a year into him living there. It was like, this, it was a summer term. So he'd been living there for how many months? And I was like, mate, it smells so bad in your room. Mm. And he was like, yeah, oh, I know. Just think so. Well, why don't you open the window? And he went, what, there's a window? He hadn't realised there was a window in his bedroom. I was like, are you joking? He hadn't realised he's been living in this hot box for it's literally like just a year. He yeah, just thought it was just a room. That painting moves. 
Jesus Christ. Uh, so totally I thought you were going to say he was for having flashbacks to the Beacons. <laughs> yeah. He had a bed, but he was sleeping in a tent on the floor. <laughs> Take, Me too. Nuts. That's where it seemed like it was Chopper going. Chopper me out. <laughs> Medic. It's, got, it's never been the on same. Speaker, he's got helicopter noises going. Oh, my God. Wait, Tom, tell us, dude. So where, where did you grow up? Where did you? Where were you born? I was from London. Yeah. It says on the sheet. <laughs> yeah. From London. I feel rude having London. a sheet with all these. Like, I haven't done my research, but I have. Oh, yeah. Francis doesn't need it. No, I don't need it. Uh, London. You grew up in London? Yeah, but we moved out. My dad, because he was in the army, we moved around quite a lot. Well, um, isn't, that, isn't it quite strange, like, being like, because you're like a kid of the army, is that not mm, quite weird? Military. Does that mean you have to, like, move? So you moved all the time? Yeah, but not far, not big distances. Like, we moved from, like, Brixton to Clapham. <clears throat> not so, like, to different, like, different, like, camps around the place. Yeah, he got stationed to Germany for about five years, but then when he came back, we lived around South London and then we moved out to Guildford. We moved out yeah. of London when I was about Guildford's where 13. the Gurkhas are. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, what do you right. mean the Gurkhas? The Gurkhas, the, the Gurkha regiment. Huh? The Gurkhas. What are the Gurkhas? The... We served with them in the yeah. beacons. Yeah. <laughs> pro- that, joking aside, that's probably who choppered you out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, is it really? The Gurkhas. Gurkha. No, <clears throat> the Gurkhas are a regiment in the army, a historic regiment that are made up of uh, people from an area in Nepal. That's right, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and they... And they only, that's a and Sherpa. They, and they only recruit... That's a no. Sherpa. No, that's a Gurkha. Is that a Gurkha? And they only Sherpa. recruit... <laughs> isn't that a like, Sherpa? Like, it was a sh- like a shepherd. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that like a Gurkha? Isn't that a Sherpa? <laughs> no, a Sherpa is someone who, ca- who shepherds sheep, I mean, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. No, no, a Gurkha is someone and they have that... They have the... Uh, that, I get leaders mixed that special up. kind of knife. Oh, they have like a <laughs> yeah, like, circular yeah, knife. Yeah, and, and they're, you know, they're really, really tough. But they only recruit from this one particular specific place in Nepal and it's really really selective and then do you not remember there was a whole thing um, what's her name not Patsy Joanna Kenzie. Lumley yeah Joanna Lumley did a big thing because they yeah. they weren't given uh, residency so after they served in the regiment they were having to get sent sent back they were chopped back yeah chopped back <laughs> what they were the being ball. sent back yeah and they weren't given they weren't yeah. allowed to live here so yeah. she basically fought for them to be, be to have the right to live here Joanna after. Lumley <laughs> why Joanna yeah, Lumley no, it would, be, that's so well, random because <laughs> her her father was in the army oh, okay, where, was an officer in the Gurkhas <laughs> I, um, my granddad was in the Gurkhas. A, well. a friend of mine's now a serving officer in the Gurkhas. Is he? Yeah. yeah. But, but I, st- I still find it. So you had to, so you didn't move that far, but you moved around the place. Did you then live on like an army base camp? Yeah, well, they're, co- uh, they're called um, barracks, yeah. So, so yeah, they're like I should in, know that. Yeah. CCF, oh, you yeah. So you actually lived in like barracks? Well, I mean, it, it, that makes it sound like some sort of camp. It was basically like just a load of houses, like a, an estate, basically. And then you'd, like and normal, everyone would live together, type and thing. And everyone in the everyone there was in the army. So all the wives yeah. were army wives, and all the kids were army kids. The wags, the wags, the wags, the wags. Yeah. So, but then, wait, did you go to school within like the army place? Did you or go was to it? normal schools. It's not like being in. Uh, I've made it sound like some sort of cult. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, like that's what I feel. Like, that's what I feel like it is. Uh, yeah, we were no, normal schools. Yeah. It was normal schools. Yeah, so, yeah. so then, but then you went yeah. like home again, and you went back to the barracks. You had to go in through like gates and there was no, security. No, 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 there was none of that. It's not like a big sort of barbed wire fence barracks type thing where you got a flash of pass. Yeah, because I'm feeling like it's like colder. It's just, I feel you like you can walk in it. It's like a housing estate. It's just like <laughs> it's just a normal place where like a load of soldiers live. Because yeah. I'm picturing Tom Lucy. Yeah, in in your room, bouncing a tennis ball against the wall, going, "I'm going to get out of here one day." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, getting on a motorbike and well, jumping over the fence, open the front door. Got to get out of here. At school, they must be like, "God, let's play risk." But Lucy will win again. <laughs> Did they not think that you were just like a very well, good? Weirdly, my, this is completely. I, 
I just yeah. talked about this in the show I just did, but we had a day at my school where all of the dads, I don't know if you had this at your school, did you have a day where like dads had to come in and talk about their jobs? Did you ever do that? What, like, like a show school. and tell day? Yeah, but your dad would come in and talk to the, your whole class about his job. Did you ever have that? <laughs> My dad would have come in and just been like, just inherited a bit, <laughs> and then got a couple of divorces. <laughs> divorces. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's all, My really. <laughs> Real role model. <laughs> Well, my, we had a day like that. My dad was in the army, so he came in, and and, uh, and our teacher said, "Can you? Can all the dads bring something in from work, just to show the class, right?" <laughs> and so my dad, I was about maybe eight or nine, and my dad kept saying, "Look, I've uh, I'm, I've got something, but I'm going to keep it a surprise. But I've got something really good. It's going to be amazing." And I was like, "Oh, this is going to be amazing, right?" My dad's in the army. This is incredible. Everyone in the school is going to think I'm like fucking incredible. My dad's a soldier, right? And he came in and he had he did it in like full army gear, like uniform. Yeah, really. I've got method- a photo. I'll show you. Off really this. methoding into it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he stood up and it was all great. And he was chatting about the army and all the kids were loving it. And then he leant into his pocket. He went, um, <laughs> "Like boys and girls, I brought someone in today that we use a lot in the army, and I'm going to briefly show you how they work, right?" And he leant into his jacket and he pulled out a pistol, right? <laughs> My dad brought a live pistol into a primary school. And our teacher, the whole room just went fucking nuts. Our teacher like dropped her tea. Some of the kids started crying. The fire alarms went off. And my dad, had to, a police had to come and take was, the gun off my dad. Yeah, because isn't that illegal? My dad, bought, my dad bought a handgun into a primary school. But can't you get like... Not just a concealed no, handgun. No, I also love the subtlety of it where he went... Uh, Right, kids. Yeah, this I'm, is uh, something I use a lot. Something I use a lot. I'm going to show you briefly. Don't get too excited. Almost like trying to cover it. I love it. Like I, I, he was really trying to impress a load of <laughs> like primary school. All, all he wanted to do was like take it apart and put it back together. But when he pulled it out and people saw a gun in his jacket, it was. I mean, you can imagine what that's like in a school. Well, like that, that, well, that guy, that, that sniper, got done for that. <laughs> What, did he get in trouble? I'll show you. This won't be very good for the podcast. No, but we can describe the picture. Hold it up. I find it, I find it like hilariously strange as well, like both those two mixtures of things where your, your dad, in front of four years, said, you know what, I'm going to dress up for this one, and actually came in in his uniform. <laughs> well, the photo, I'm dressed up as well in the photo. Um, I don't know why I'm dressed as a member of the household cavalry and I'm not sure I can't remember if that's deliberate or if I always used to dress as a member of the household cavalry I think it's the the first one hang on there's a better let's have one. a look at this so uh, look at oh, that's quite a cool that's, that's, that's pretty cool yeah. uniform Did, you Mine. just wore that around no no yeah. I didn't I wait let me have a look I at mean, this. that looks like a proper household cavalry uniform a, it is a proper one yeah really so, so, so how do you you had, you had one I bespoke I think I had to go to a wedding <laughs> an army wedding oh, really? and all the boys had to wear that so I had one made so, so Tom's is your dad in the household cavalry no but we had to go to a wedding where you had to mm. all the boys had to wear oh yeah page boys had to wear one yeah that's right yeah 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 so Tom's dad is is he's in full on uniform I don't know if show that camera will it see or not. I don't think and we can. We, we can, can say he's wearing. He's wearing. He's we wearing can post camo. It on our he's, we can post it on our Instagram. He's wearing camo gear and he's holding something up. But who took the photo? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Photo. Who, who took the photo at the, the back? Police. <laughs> is, that, is that who took the photo? Who took no, I the... must have been, uh, I don't know, teacher or something. That's just... before it. Obviously, that's afterwards. There was no one in the room and there was police tape everywhere. Wait, so, so, uh, well, so well, the police actually came? We had a policeman come because apparently if there's a gun on a school, a policeman has to come. Well, I, I didn't mean, know that. Obviously, you can't just hold a handgun. I'm surprised, no, like, it's mental. I'm surprised your dad didn't know. No, yeah, I mean, he really he w- should have known that, shouldn't he? But surely he w- he's not allowed to bring a pistol off. He can't uh, hold think, a handgun. It's a, illegal. I, I don't know the exact. I'm going to... And I'm going to get something wrong here, but I think if you're a certain level in the army, you can. Oh, right. No, you can't no, but, no, hold but, a hand. There's no way you can hold... There was, there was that, there you was can't that, hold one in a school, yeah, obviously. Yeah, but, I don't think you can hold a pistol no, on the streets. There was, there was that sniper who just took <laughs> well, it home. do. There was that SAS sniper who, who was, like, really senior in, the, in yeah. the army, and he just... He, he took it home and got... Two, two years in uh, military Okay, maybe military we should prison. stop talking about this. <laughs> I, yeah, you're I love the fact, I bet your dad, you were literally like, I reckon you went up to him like, Dad, look, I just uh, got show and tell tomorrow. Can you just do something really cool? And your dad went, got it. And be, I bet that night just... he couldn't sleep with excitement. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm not going to sleep. It's funny enough, so I was... If it makes you feel better, it wasn't, um, he had no ammunition, it was an empty... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to like save yeah. your dad. Like, so <laughs> it was completely empty, you gun, obviously. So so I, I trained, so where I live down in Wiltshire is in between two uh, army bases. Bases and yeah. and I trained jujitsu down there, and so a lot of the army guys come and tra- and train jujitsu at, at this. Train pl- you train You train? Or, no, you don't teach it. You, no, I train. I train Brazilian jujitsu, and uh, and and, <laughs> and, and one it's of quite the quite a coy way of saying it. it's, like, it's like, are you a trainer or do you like exercise? <laughs> no, I train. I, tra- I, I, I practice jujitsu. Oh, okay. But but, but um, the, uh, this one guy was telling me actually yes last night that there was a guy who who was like moving a load of ammunition back from like the field to put it to put away in the stores in the ammunition yeah. stores and it was locked so it was at the weekend it was locked and so he's like oh well I'll just put it in this shed here right oh, next God. to it and put it put uh, there was like a video of him l- loading it all into uh, loading it all into this shed yeah. and like locking it it was it was locked but it wasn't an armory yeah. and he got 2 years in a military military prison got di- got got like his his rank taken away from him because two of that years, mistake and, and he was saying and so the guy the guy who I train, fucking hell. yeah, and so the guy, the the guy who I train jujitsu. Uh, yeah, anyway, um. <laughs> no, the guy, the guy who I train with, he was a screw in one of the one oh of the God, uh, military man. prisons, and he says that that basically all they do for like if they're there for two years, three three years, all they do every day Masturbate. is PT. 
No, like <laughs> so, like they get drilled, like like that bit in Full Metal Jacket at the beginning. No. Every day, all day, it's just regimented, endless, like endless. You got, yeah. And apparently, the ones who make it through after they come out are way better soldiers. And like, and actually, Mil- I th- is this just norm- military prison. Yeah, military prison. Right. So, but actually, th- but I, I think that our, our prison system could learn a thing or two from the military prisons. So, so hypothetically speaking, if I was in the army and I took a gun to school to do show and tell, would I be put in prison for two? Years probably. <laughs> well, I mean, I, as far as I'm I aware, that for was, more than two yeah, years. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> all he did was put some bullets in a shed. Yeah, exactly. and a gun to school. <laughs> yeah, he, this That's was actually the this, was, this was actually at the base. I should say my dad's still in prison. Yeah. <laughs> this happened, I don't know, 15 years ago. I would still love it if your dad came in and went, "Everyone, get on the ground!" Joking, but you, poor boy, sort of shooting in the air. But imagine if, the, if imagine if the military took over our prisons. That people would think twice about throwing acid on someone's face if they thought, "Oh God, is that I'm what they do in prisons?" Oh no, no out, to go uh, to prison. Here, yeah, yeah. If they if they had a life sentence, doing like actual drill, like. I had an idea once about prisons, um, about, you know, those... Uh, Military <laughs> Yeah, you know, when you were playing coldest. I could make the best prison. <laughs> you know, you know, like, uh, uh, like a, bi- a, a cycling machine. Yeah. Why don't we just fill prisons with cycling machines? For like solar. And get people to cycle. Well, that's and like... And it generates yeah, power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Electricity. For all day. No, well, no, they're like doing shit. <laughs> you did, I don't know, 16, 17 but hours. you know, that, that, that <laughs> idea... That, less that, than that. That ties in quite well with the military taking them over and just basically <laughs> drilling Francis them. Yeah. Let's start her in prison. Wait, we'll do, we'll I can start see why you were Lance Corbett. Fucking hell. He's got some ideas. <laughs> can, we, can we just and while get we're there? We'll eradicate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll talk what? later about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, can we also say something that Tom used? Literally went. Don't worry, we'll put it in shifts, like seventeen hours each. <laughs> seventeen <laughs> hours of cycling. <laughs> It's like bring them back no, in like medieval time without have to row the ship. But you know, uh, you know, yeah, I've had, I've had, I've had, this, yeah. I've had the same idea before, and well, rowing machines as well. Yeah, that's maybe a bit more hardcore, isn't it? Yeah. Rowing machines. Yeah. Did you do more you, energy though? I, yeah, more energy. Wait, so you then you went to army school, but then what? You imagine making them row like seventeen <laughs> yeah, hours, yeah. seventeen oh, hours of rowing. Yeah, we should because I mean, every be every single ripped, prison would be a huge like power plant, basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. but then energy price energy crisis crisis solved. And but, a lot of those will probably go on to be in Team GB. Aren't? Yeah, exactly. So, it's like a training ground. It's really good, actually. Well, we get we get criminals in Team Steve GB. Steve Redgrave yeah. could run them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, when I I watch that, I, I still. I, do you ever do that? Do you ever go onto YouTube and like watch like emotional clips? Mm. Do you ever do that? Yeah. Yeah, you do. do a lot, that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. I go to sleep every night. <laughs> yeah. What to, to help the crying? Yeah. <laughs> it just starts the crying, and then you I just think, yeah, yeah, just think about your dad in prison, <laughs> and then you start watching. Skype my dad from behind the bars. <laughs> But he must be fit now for all of that um, training. After 17 hours yeah. of cycling, yeah. yeah. But I... but Leg I day, every day. Oh, God. I, 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 I sit on YouTube and I occasionally watch, like, sporting events that, mm. like, make me... Yeah, they get me emotional. And one of them is when Steve... <laughs> Red, yeah, yeah, when Steve Redgrave... Oh, won. when he won the Olympic oh, gold, yeah. With the other one is Wilkinson. Yeah, it was... Like, Johnny Wilkinson drop kicks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My dad, I've only... 30 ever, seconds to go! <laughs> only, this is the one! It's like a film, isn't it? It's yeah, amazing! Yeah, yeah. I've only ever seen my dad cry once, and it was when Venus Williams won Wimbledon. It's the only time my dad has cried. I remember this guy said something at school, which we laughed at so much, he got so angry, he started crying. We were talk- I don't know why we were talking about death, right? For some reason. But that's, I think that's a kind of like. That's Probably a- the gun. It's either, it's either at, at school, I always seem to remember, it's either, it's either girls, girls or death. death, how you'd kill someone. Yeah. Or, 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 or have you started wanking yet? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so that, was, said, so, that was hot topic. Yeah. We said to this guy, we were like 11, we said how, we were talking about how you'd want to die, like if you could choose how you'd want to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, I'd, I want to die in my mother's arms. <laughs> <laughs> 11 years old, in my mother's arms. <laughs> Oh god, that's a bleak outlook, isn't it? <laughs> it's weirdly love, quite sweet. Yeah, my but... mother's what? And you're you're eighteen. She's what? One hundred and twenty. <laughs> no, it should be the other round. Or Are other you way both round. dying at the same time? What's happening? Uh, I still remember In my the, mother's arms. I remember. I remember when. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember oh I remember I'll tell you actually two things which are so true I remember that when I was playing rugby we would do these like like drills right and yeah. uh, one of the line outs like so they, they were practicing a line out one of the teams and the line out was thrown in and the guy caught at the back and I was in the back so I was playing full back which is right at number 15 and I caught the ball yeah. and, it, and we, we crashed into each other like that so hard without <laughs> looking at each other and I got so winded on the going mm, you know when you can't breathe and all I was going was mommy <laughs> and as I came back to it, everyone was looking at me going, what did you say? <laughs> I was like, nothing. Mummy. Was, oh, was, was your mum watching? No, no, she wasn't. But for some reason, I went straight to that. Mummy. <laughs> In my winded state. I'm not even kidding you. That's amazing. That was what a, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. What, what about, so wait, great, growing up, you must, did you ever have like any like horrific like things that happened to you? Because we talk about oh, death. Oh God, God, what a question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lighthearted podcast. I Anything that horrific <laughs> happened to you? I didn't well, funnily let's, enough, let's dig a little deeper, Tom. I've got a really funny story about that. Um, no, but did anything happen to you that was like... What a second. That was scarring. That <laughs> <laughs> was traumatising. Do you ever have moments you like, like, we're talking about this earlier. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, we always have like... You remember them and you like... And then and it gets yeah. back to you. I, you know, for example, I remember when I was canoeing once down rapids and I remember the canoe being like rolled over and me being stuck underneath it. And I remember... I remember that you said... And the, the guy... You of canoeing when you were yeah. canoeing. <laughs> it's the second All canoeing. All of your stories involve canoeing. <laughs> So I was canoeing once. <laughs> I was cano- rowing and canoeing. That's what we talked yeah. about. How do you get into canoeing? How do you? How I do you- broke three, rip four ribs, three and a half ribs. <laughs> but canoeing, but shattered swear- ribs, shattered my ribs. Shattered canoeing. Ribs. But I swear to God, there was a guy called something. I think his name was like something pretty. Anyway, he was to call him Mister Pretty. Mister Pretty was Mr. He- pretty. <laughs> Sounds kind of like Tom Lucy. <laughs> Tom Lucy and Mister Pretty. <laughs> Mister Pretty was the one in front of me. So it was a two-man canoe. Mister Pretty must have been like. 40 odd years old so he protected what? me yeah he must have been and what I was like you? I must have been like 11, 12 and we were Why in were you canoeing, Mr. we're in the Pitt? south of France at a friend's visit, that's not the that's not, that's not even <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, we were the fucking. start of it we were we were having sex Mr. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> that name's a lot more sinister <laughs> who, wait, who was it that used to give you beer and take you swimming naked yeah yeah that's another story I'll tell you that as a story that's another story it's another story your producer's doing this I know yeah about a guy giving me beer and taking me on naked swims no Mr. Pretty was in the canoe and he was in the front of me and I was behind him and we were canoeing down and somehow the whole thing tipped over and I was underneath trying to get back out. Mommy. <laughs> Magic! <laughs> <laughs> and I managed, to, I managed to get myself out from underneath the canoe and back onto it. And all I saw was Mr. Pretty at the front of it, straddling it with both his arms. Holding my side, going, God, <laughs> going, God, I knew this would happen. I knew this would happen. Not even bothering that I nearly drowned. Just going, God, why aren't they waiting for us? I knew this would happen. <laughs> Where were you? Uh, in the south of France, I think it was like Norman, not Normandy. That's the you, went on, you went on a, <laughs> yeah. 
Normandy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's Toulouse. Toulouse. To Normandy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it was the Normandy it's beaches. It was the beaches festival. <clears throat> it's a very different weekend. Uh, but do you ever have anything done to you? You must have had to like leak around. You mean d- done to me? <laughs> Has anything ever been done to you? <laughs> no. Have you ever had like a moment where you go like, oh, that was quite scary? A lot. I mean, what about you, Tom? Doing stand up when you first start, you have loads of gigs for it, which are like so kind of like traumatic, body shakingly cringe, like horrific. You and that, that and so what is your worst one that you ever oh, had? Oh, God. Um, oh, there's been loads. <laughs> That's good for your career. <laughs> so she's like, I'm on, I'll be on tour in February. <laughs> oh, which one? Oh, God, there's been loads of them. <laughs> Sometimes when you do radio interviews and they go, so what's the worst gig you've ever done? You go, can we not talk? I'm here to promote her. Can we talk about the best gig? <laughs> but, um, it is, but it is true. because yeah, I you have loads of bad gigs. Have right? you ever had, because I remember when we, obviously, Francis and I, you've just been up in Edinburgh as well. Yeah. And you've been doing your show. What do you there. think of our show? I loved it. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I loved well, the um, posters. Yeah, you saw the posters. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we just did a show, and I remember there was this one night, we've spoken this before, we had our night where basically it was our very first night. We were on the stage, and I'm completely naked at the beginning, and, and I'm there. His like, choice. I'm naked in front of the whole crowd, and, yeah. and, and Francis mic's and he goes, and blows up straight away there. Like, as, as the, Not uh, blows up, but like it stops working. Stops, you mean you turn it off? Yeah. <laughs> stops working. <laughs> and, uh, and so I was standing naked, so this all, this all happened. Then Francis is like sitting on the couch or like the sofa and uh, I'm next to him and I say to him, we have to find like a segue into our next thing, right? And yeah. for some reason, the segue just went out of our mind. So Francis forgot his line. I forgot my line. And then both of us just forgot the whole show. So I was like, oh my God, what do, what do we do here? And like everything, went, I didn't even know what we were doing. Oh, you were just and naked. No, no I, this was after I'd been naked. So this was like, because of the whole like mic thing through us. Oh, okay. And so I was thinking, thinking what the hell do I do? I don't know what to do. And I remember thinking in my head, this is the moment that comedians talk of. This is the moment where suddenly, like. yeah, 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 yeah. when suddenly you start to bomb and, yeah. and you can't do anything. I, it actually, yeah. it was quite a priceless look on Jamie's face at that point. How big was your crowd? 420. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. And also, and now I, you know what that feels like. I said, to the, I said this before to Alex. Just so much pressure. Like, and, you know, they're all waiting and the more, for you. And the, more you <laughs> the more it goes on, the more you think about it and the worse it gets. Yeah. Oh, mate. But also, the worst thing was is that in my head, I was thinking, what the fuck do I do? What the fuck do I do? Yeah. So in my head, I was like, I've got to do something. So I went, oh, the only thing I can possibly do is pretend that I'm going to go and look at the script. That's why I thought in my head that I would go pretend to look at yeah, our script. Yeah. So I went behind the sofa mm. to pretend to look at our script. There was no script there. So when I got behind the sofa and I was pretending to look, I thought, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> you just, just kneeling just, behind the sofa. I'm just kneeling behind the sofa, looking at air. <laughs> <laughs> it made me panic even more. Oh, it was, man. But dude, so what was, your, what was your moment that you've had? Do you remember a specific moment where you were literally like... I've had like technical issues before. That's bad. That was our technical issue. Like, it's, it's horrible, not, isn't it? Because it like ruins your flow. your fault. So I supported um, Jack Whitehall on tour mm-hmm, last mm-hmm. year. And we had a night in Bristol where... I don't know how big the theatre was, but it was like 3,000. It was like Fuck. a big theatre. That's quite a big thing to support. Okay, yeah. That, that size huge. crowd. How many what, tiers ha, is that? Is that was three the tiers? Three tiers, yeah. What was wow. the biggest thing you'd done before that? The... Before that? Was that oh, the... well, that was... This, when I did that tour, it was comfortably the biggest thing I'd ever done. Really? Yeah. I was like 20 years old, yeah. yeah. 
But, but also, uh, just what, before, what happened? No, but before I cut you off, you, yeah. dude, you're 20 before years I old. You. Before I cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> before, sorry, as I cut you off. <laughs> before I cut you yeah. off. <laughs> but you're, dude, you're 20 years old. When we did that, yeah. You, you're touring around the country with, you know, arguably one of the, you know, one of the biggest comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely then. But, 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 but you know, he, he's, I think, you know, Jackie's he's selling out all these dreams and you're 20 doing to 3,000 people. Well, the biggest one we did was like 18,000. Was that O2? Do you do? I didn't. He, he did the O2. I didn't do the O2. What's but. it like uh, actually winning, like winning a room of that size? It's just really weird. Like the biggest one I did was Leeds Arena, which was That's seventeen, big. eighteen, I think, thousand. It's like the same as the O2. Wow. And and wait, and, and uh, just and quickly before we go into that, what is the so what was the moment? So you've had like Mike. So you're touring with Jack. You're twenty years old and you've yeah. got three thousand people. Did something happen? Oh, Bristol. So we're in Bristol, Colston Hall in Bristol, where you went and, to university, um, Brissa. Yeah, exactly. Bunker so lo- exactly. So loads of my sort of uni mates were there, which made it worse. So I walk out and uh, I, I walk on with a, a handheld mic. There's not one there. I walk out with it. And I go to talk and it's just not working. It's just not on, right? So there's 3,000 people there and it's not on. And you're just going, and three at the back going, and then you hear, can't hear you! Yeah, going, so I'm going, good evening, and then I instantly realise it's not on. So I then go, okay. Um, normally when this happens, really quickly someone will put it, like, it'll only go off for like five seconds and then it'll come back. And then back. it goes back on, yeah. So I was like, oh, it'll come back on in a minute. And I was sort of tapping it and nothing, nothing for like a while and, and I just completely didn't know what to do <laughs> and no one was sort of shouting or laughing everyone was just like that just watching in silence because when you're sort of the support act you get a lot of hostility anyway yeah sure because they're, they're not like... there to see you so they don't yeah. really care anyway so and everyone's then, um, that like, so what did you what did you well, say well thank god for Jack bless him he, he was in the wings because he always used to stand in the wings and he ran on um because he saw a man in need. Because <laughs> he saw a 20 year old freak my, out and realised you'd gone blank. My Lance Corporal ran on. <laughs> and uh, he basically like turned it into this big kind of like Chuckle Brothers-esque skit about the fact that we couldn't find a mic that worked. <coughs> to the extent, and it went so well that the audience thought it was part of the show. No, that I walked really? on and the mic didn't work and then Jack came on and he was like, hey, has anyone got a mic? And then he came on, he managed to find a stepladder in the wings and he came on with that. And he like did it, put it, went up on the stage trying to get one out the seat. It was like all this like. Oh, so it's incredible. quite funny. So yeah, it he was really good. But I, if I'd been on my own, I don't know what I would have done. Because it happens where suddenly you you suddenly blank, right? You just don't yeah. know what to do. And and that is on as a as an entertainer, as like a music, whatever you want to call that moment where suddenly you go blank is one of the scariest mm. moments mm. because you're you're suddenly it's your livelihood, it's your art, it's your. Job, yeah. Suddenly, mm. go disappearing from you. It's like really terrifying. I heard a story about this a guy. I can't remember who it was, but he was doing a TV show, doing stand up on a TV show, and they had a band. It was a chat show, so they had like a house band. Mm. So they were gonna. They were like, "All right, we'll introduce you. You come out. The band will play. When you get to the mic, the band will stop. You do your five minutes, and the band will play, and you walk off." Mm-hmm. So they said, "Look, so we know what." Um, when the band should start again what's your last joke so tell us your last joke and when you finish that the band will start and you walk off right so he goes oh I finish on this joke about well, I don't know supermarket so when I do the supermarket joke I'm done then you can start the band so he goes out the band's playing it's all great he gets to the mic he, he, his first joke gets nothing like, like absolutely nothing oh, like God. he dies so in his head he's panicking and he goes oh fuck well 
the supermarket joke always gets a good laugh. I'll do that now. <laughs> Even though I was going to do it at the end, I'll do it now because it always gets a good laugh. So he then did the supermarket joke and then the band started playing. And so he did like 25 seconds of stand-up and he had to leave because the band was playing. <laughs> oh. Oh Incredible. my god! And on that note, uh, Francis, we need to have a question of the week. You're gonna like this one. This okay, week. go. Tell me. All right. It's actually fascinating. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> In <laughs> oh, he's folded his arms. Your question of the Why week. is he folding his arms? Because in that the way? mic is right there, and I have to get. You're folding your arms and like, I'm, a, like, I'm an, trying a, to like look an angle. I'm trying to look Musical at both theater. of you. Yeah, like that. How? Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what season do children grow the fastest in? Okay, I, I think I have an answer to this. Tom, you're the guest. You go first. Um, you have an answer for this. I think. Yeah, I think I have a relatively <clears throat> sensible answer. Really? Yeah, I think I do. It's unlike you. Yeah, here we go. I'm ready for it. I would. I. I don't know why, but I would guess summer. Summer. <clears throat> but I don't know why. Summer? So I would go completely opposite to that. Winter. Yeah, I think winter because when you sleep, you actually grow. So you're going to sleep more in winter than you do that's in summer. Answer. That's a good answer. Yeah. Mm. So, and you do you think people sleep more in winter? Yeah, they sleep more in winter do for they? sure. Yeah, it's summertime. You're you're out later. Yeah, you're, you're talking up. about hibernating. Yeah. <laughs> no, not hibernating. Children do you don't think hibernate. Wow. Well, so you, you seem eat to think more so. In winter as well, you eat you? more in the winter. Yeah. You yeah. Eat oh yeah, because things. of all the abundance of food in there. Well, there's like comfort food, shepherd's pie. Mm. But I don't know if that's evolutionary. <laughs> I don't know if evolutionary we, we would have eaten more in the winter. Well, hey, that's my. So you're going to tell us in part two? I will tell you in part two. Do we not get to find out? No, oh, no we, oh, get oh, look, we get it. Look, oh, look, 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 look how it, excited to find yeah, out. Do you want to know? Yeah. All hey, right, well, we'll, well, we'll listen on. Well, well, you don't need to listen. You'll be here. But well, Tom, Lucy, we'll do you want to stick around for part two? Yeah. You do? Are you having fun? Yeah, it's great. Okay, we'll stick around. I've ever done. Stick around for part two. Even about that Bristol gig. Better than that. Stick around for part two, ladies and gentlemen, because we have Francis Diary, we have Answers Question Week, and we still have Tom, Lucy, see you in part two. Bye-bye. <laughs>